Hello everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. The wait is over, and today we proudly present host Sati Chappelle with her show Spiritual Progression for Body, Mind, and Spirit, a live energy reading and channeling show. Sati Chappelle has been a psychic reader, spiritual teacher, full trance channel, past life expert, lecturer, counselor, manifester, and writer since 1989. A sign of spiritual progression is when you no longer fight the nature of life. You work with it. You stop pretending that life is supposed to be a certain way and accept it on its own terms, or you manifest what you want. You size up the human story and get on with living an awakened life. Are you ready to stand tall in who you are, unafraid to reveal what you want and need while kind enough to tell the truth? If so, you are now ready to experience progression. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Sati's spiritual guidance provides a pathway to assist listeners and callers to progress on their spiritual path by adopting friendliness towards change and an optimistic vision of self-eternity, faith in the perfection of the universe's plan, trust in Source's benevolence, commitment to justice and beauty, and much more. Contact Sati Chappelle directly at sati at bms.com. P-R-O-G-R-E-S-S-I-O-N dot com or at her website www.bmsprogression.com Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time to see view and listen to all our shows. For more information, go to cview1111.net and look under Seasonal Shows. Now, think of your question and get ready to speak with your host, Sati Chappelle. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to see you. And today we're going to be talking about a fascinating topic, and that is past life. And it is something intriguing for many, and for others, it's something that they believe in ever since they were born. It makes sense or is senseless. Depends on the person, I guess, and it doesn't matter what you believe. But it is real that there are some factors or some instances in our lives that things do not progress the way we wish them to progress, and you wonder, what's going on? Why do I always encounter this type of person, or why is this situation in my life again? Or why this type of, of people show in my career, or in my life, or in my love relationships all the time? So let's bring the expert and have a little conversation and then we're going to start bringing callers. So if you're ready to ask a question, you would press 1. And we're going to go with as many people as we can fit on our show today. Hey, Sati, welcome to see you. Good morning. or Well, actually, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon to you, too. <laughs> That's the funny thing about time. It's always shifting, right? Yes. Everything is just shaped. Everything is different. And yes, it, it's, that's, that's what life is. The moment you believe, okay, I got it. Now I'm good. <laughs> and then 
oh no, the next day, the next moment, everything can look just the opposite of what you thought good was. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I mean, this this kind of cyclical nature happens throughout time. Um, that was actually one of the things I had hoped to kind of chat a little bit about today is how we're constantly cycling around. Um, and, you know, we're, we're contracting and we're expanding. So, you know, mm-hmm. those things that are more painful or challenging often draw us in deeper, but they also make us contract with our energy, with our confidence, with the thoughts that, you know, yeah, we got this, right? And then we expand out again, thankfully. It always cycles around, right? Yeah. And, and in a way that is comforting, but also something that um, Celia Finn always said, that even though it seems like it's a wrong thing, we are always evolving because it's more like like going up and coming back to something that resembles some kind of similarity, but you would always be more advanced, just in the term that it's in another point of existence. You, we cannot exist in the same point twice. Well, that's very true, and I think that oftentimes, you know, as humans, because in this lifetime, we experience time as being linear, something that's a straight line. We're in the middle of that line, and, you know, let's say to our left is the past and to our right is the future, and so we experience time like that. It really um, enables us to be able to understand what we're doing and where we're going and, you know, what has been happening to us and, and what we want. But, you know, in actuality, um, when we look at these larger constructs of time um, from multi-life perspectives, um, we're able to see that it's really more cyclical. And actually, even that's a little bit limiting because you don't just go around and around on a merry-go-round in a cycle, um, but you do spiral. And sometimes you spiral up and sometimes you spiral down. But the interesting thing is if you think of this spiral like a coil and you were to hold just one of those coils with your fingers, every time you come around to that spot where the finger is, no matter where you're at on that vertical coil, you're going to experience some aspect, some measure, some energetic element that is similar to you know, what initially happened at that point in time that your fingers are marking. And so, you know, you you can experience a multitude of um, financial gain, let's say. It comes in a whole bunch of different ways. Or, you know, to look at it more negatively, you could say that you could experience a multitude of different types of abuse. Either one of those things would be represented by the fingers. And so each time you spiral either up or spiral down, you're either progressing and and moving, let's say, uh, through that patterning, um, getting better with it, gaining more insight, more understanding, more um, personal control over self, uh, which is different from gaining control over the cycle of the spiral. Just want to say that. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're falling deeper into that, deeper into that patterning or into that energy. But either way, however it works for you, it's this this sense of verticality. And you're always going around and hitting that same spot over and over. And this is why oftentimes we, you know, are attracted to the same person or we encounter the same type of individual in different forms same idea again or maybe it's a similar situation that just comes up and up and up and we're like oh my god not again and you know the way that we kind of free ourselves from that is to gain insight into the why it's like the very best thing that you could ever do is to ask well why 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 um that question will open you up to really coming to understand why. Um, and, you know, sometimes that can be challenging, but it's always liberating because it gives you a choice. Now that you have a why, now you can say to yourself, okay, 
I'm going to create a game plan. I'm going to, you know, do this or I'm going to not do that. And, and then you can move forward. You can progress, which is really what um, life is all about and these, these cyclical patterns of time. So um, just to kind of give you guys an, a, an idea, um, the very first lifetime I ever saw of myself was when I was like, um, I think I was seven years of age. And in, you know, sometimes in, in these things, when you're opening up to it, you see the most explosive aspect, which in this case was really true, um, or the most intense aspect, because it made that much of an impact, right? Sometimes this is positive, sometimes not. In this case, I was in a very, very, very old car, like a 1920-something or other. Um, so a 100-year-old car, and I was going end over end over end over a cliff with a bunch of boulders and, and, and the ocean rushing up at me. And then, you know, there came the boom after that. And for a while, that was all I saw. Then I started to notice that there were two people in the car with me, a man and a woman. And then somewhere around age 17, I met that man and woman. They were brother and sister. And, you know, it's very interesting because this really gave me a very clear idea of how past lives work, how we can meet the same individuals over and over, how we can come across the same patternings over and over. The pattern that I have with, had with them in that lifetime, I similarly had in this lifetime. Kind of funny, you know, I mean, even though it was the 1920s, um, it was still all sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I was back at that time, right? And again, I was 17, 18, 19, 20 when I was with these people. So, you know, eh, you got to do what you got to do. Um, but, um, you know, you move beyond that once you learn the underlying of why you are together. And I had a great sense of responsibility in this lifetime for these two people because I was driving that car. And, you know, it took me a long time to realize that. And it took me a long time to understand why I was tied to them karmically. And karma can be positive or negative. Um, depending on what you do, it is the direct result of whatever it is you do. Um, so don't ever be afraid of karma. It can be a fabulous thing. Um, but the point is that, you know, it took me a while to figure it all out. Once I figured it out, it was easy to bless, release, and move on. Um, and that same thing can happen for you. Wow. So I'm, I'm more than interested in seeing the, the colors that you're going to get today because always everything is for a reason. So let me know when you're ready. Oh, um. Well, you know me, uh, Miss Claudia, I could yap on forever, honey, so <laughs> um, it probably is a good idea to, you know, either take some questions, and, you know, I really want to open the audience up to that. They can ask personal questions, or they can ask questions in general about, you know, more about understanding past lives in general, um, so it doesn't matter to me how they want to play the game. Um, usually, if somebody is going to make a, a, a call like this and they're going to ask something and they want it to be more personal. Um, usually what I find is that they will ask, you know, um, I'm so tied to this person. Um, you know, why does it come from the past, um, like a past life? Or I have this recurring health issue that comes up over and over and over again. Or sometimes it also uh, can be along the lines of, you know, I have this pattern and I don't know why I just, no matter what I do, I, I can't get out of this pattern of, let's say, anger or, or you know, whatever. Um, so, you know, I open the audience up to being able to ask anything along these lines and we'll see where it all goes. Okay, so we're getting ready for our first caller of the day. So we're going to start with Teresa, she is in California. Welcome to see you, Teresa. Thank you. Um, I have a question Hello, that I've been Teresa. wondering. Hi. So, <laughs> if our if our past lives are are happening simultaneously, oh. when 
say if I pass in this lifetime, does that mean that my other lifetimes are continuing or do they end at the same time? Well, this is kind of what I might term an advanced question with regards to past lives. What a way to start out the show. We're starting with a bang. I love it. (laughs) So, (laughs) Teresa, no, you know, when, I mean, being able to understand this lifetime is job A. Being able to understand our past lifetimes, let's say, is job B. And being able to understand simultaneous um, lifetimes in that form of multiplicity, I don't really actually know where that falls in all of this, but let's, for, for example sake, say job C. Um, and the reason being is because it's very challenging to, to oftentimes be able to even equate the persona that you are today with the persona that you had maybe 2,000 years ago. Uh, just to make right. my point, or or maybe even 10,000 years ago, much less 200 years ago. Um, and then to be able to look at that from this multi, multi-phasic or multiplistic standpoint that you are expressing, well, kudos to you, sweetheart, because, you know, I still struggle with that myself. <laughs> but um, in in answering your question specifically, and, and I'm, I hope that you don't mind that I took the time to say that on your call because I really want to be able to make sure that our other callers and, and audience are being able to follow along, right? That we don't jump right. too far ahead and their heads spin too much, right? But um, when you are aware of multidimensional lifetimes that are existing in simultaneity, um, what you do here can sometimes affect what happens in those other lifetimes and vice versa, uh, which is where the playing field gets really kind of muddy and, 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 and fun, but like, right. Definite head spinning. But usually when you exist in one timeline or one aspect of being one, um, let's say existence that you are consciously aware of, if you were to have that lifetime end, it does not necessarily mean that the others have to end as well. They're not tied energetically in that way. They're tied energetically through the higher self, through the soul, and through the divine. So in other words, if your higher self says, ooh, what she just did right there, oh, yeah, yeah, we need to have that resound through time because it's going to help with these other lifetimes she has had or will have, speaking of future lifetimes as well, or those that exist in multiplicity in the now. Um, you know, if it, can, if it can affect positively all of that, they will totally make use of that. And that's the beautiful thing. We don't have to understand how that works. We don't even have to know that that works. We don't even have to be aware of all of that. That's why we have the higher self. That's why we have master teachers and guides and angels and archangels and like a plethora, an entourage of people who are trying to help us out um, and make this lifetime count. Because really, ultimately, the one that you are most consciously aware of is the one that counts the most in the now. And the now is all that we ever really have. And then it's the divine decision how to make best use on our behalf those things that we set in motion. I hope that helps. Kind of. (laughs) Okay, so did you need to take that into a different direction? Um, that it helped somewhat, but not maybe satisfied what you needed? I, I think I need to just digest it. That's understandable. It's a lot of, I'm, yeah, it's just digesting it. I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there that feel pretty similarly at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say that now is the best moment of all of these lives and whatnot, because this is the one that we are functioning in. These, this is the one, this moment in time is the one that we are really putting all of our kind of 
our eggs in the basket. And I know that, you know, the concept here is don't put all your eggs in one basket. But when it's the now, many of your your energies and your thoughts and your understandings into understanding this one moment because that can very often ripple throughout time. Okay, well, I'm doing my best with this one. (laughs) (laughs) You brought it up, darling. There you go. (laughs) Be careful what you ask for, as they say. (laughs) Thank Thank you you. so much for calling. Have a wonderful week. And Teresa, remember you can re-listen to this episode free as many times as you need to be able to uh, get more of of what Sabi just said. Okay, so... Let's travel to Mexico together, and we're going to bring Nuri, N-U-R-M-I, to the show. Hello, Nuri. Yes, me escuchas? Yes. And Sati, if needed, I'm going to be doing some interpretation, okay? That sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. Dile que ya entendí que las regresiones son, este, que hay patrones que se repiten. Entonces, quiero saber si hay algún patrón que yo esté repitiendo, que se esté bloqueando, en este, que me esté provocando un bloqueo en esta vida. Ok, so in my understanding, regressions means there are these patterns that keep repeating themselves. And my question to you would be, is there any blockages or something of a past life that is affecting my life today? Wonderful question, but I'm going to separate them into two species or two questions. So please let her know that, Miss Claudia, okay? Muy buena pregunta, pero la voy a separar en dos respuestas, Sí, entendí. Yes, I understood. Great. Okay, so she spoke about regression. Um, so I'm going to address that first. With regards to regression, that is a process in which an individual is able to see, experience, gain knowledge of, feel, sense, um, come to understand a lifetime that has happened either in the past or in the future. Um, and most of the time in the past. And usually a qualified professional leads somebody through that process. Did you got it, Nuri? Nuri, you understood that one? Okay, she's listening, but she doesn't. Okay, so let, let me just go ahead and say it. Okay, regresión es lo que se refiere a un proceso por el cual tú eres, tú puedes regresar o volver a experimentar ya sea sensaciones, pensamientos, emociones de una vida pasada o una vida futura. Y esto generalmente se hace con algún profesional que te ayuda a accesar esta información. Continue. That's it. Perfecto. Okay. Yes, I, I hear. Yay. <laughs> okay. Um, is she mostly wanting to know about a relationship that keeps coming up? Lo, mayormente lo que te gustaría saber es una relación que se, se, se presenta una y otra vez en tu vida. Pues la única relación que sé que es intensa y que es la que más trabajo me ha costado trabajar, pues es la de mi papá. Eso sí lo tengo consciente. Uh, well, the only relationship that I would be conscious about and I have been working and constantly having to go back to working, it's my father's. Okay. All right, because um, she left it open-ended. It could go in any direction, which is not an issue. Um, It's just a case that that was what was coming up to me was um, concept of personal relationship, of intensity. Um, So let me look at that really quick for her and then get back to her, okay? Give me just a moment. Okay. 
Okay, I'll interpret that. Pues, eh, lo, que de, lo que yo recibí más abiertamente en cuanto a tu pregunta fue una situación que se presenta muy fuertemente en tus relaciones interpersonales. Pero déjame eh, sentirlo un poco y ahorita regreso con esa información. Perfecto. Perfecto. So, thank you. So one of the lifetime experiences that she has with her father that's coming up is during the time of the Spanish Inquisition. And at that point in time, she, she had been a she, he had been a he. He was a soldier in the Spanish Inquisition and had for some reason captured her. I'll let you interpret and then go on. Perfect. Yippee Kaye. Um <laughs> so there was this real um energetically charged environment for them. She she ended up loving this man, but there was a lot of hardship and a lot of challenge that uh, came at the beginning of their meeting in that lifetime. I'll let you interpret that. Hay una carga energética muy fuerte alrededor de esta relación porque en esta época hubo amor entre ustedes, pero fue un amor con muchísimas problemas y situaciones debido a la situación que estaban viviendo, sobre todo al principio que se conocieron. The thing that is interesting about this relationship is that this lifetime they have really worked at ironing things out, making things very balanced, very comfortable. Um, and, and they both have worked on this through multiple lifetimes. I'll let you interpret that. Y lo que es interesante de la vida de hoy, la que estás ahorita, es que ambos partes de esta ecuación, han, ustedes han trabajado bastante esta relación y han logrado conseguir un balance, equilibrio. Her guides are saying that the reason that they wanted this lifetime to come up with this relationship in answer to her, her question is because they want to show her that it doesn't matter how intensely something starts, when it is worked upon with conscious awareness and full heart, full intention to create balance, balance always comes. I'll let you interpret that. Y lo que tus guías están queriéndote enseñar y el porqué de esta relación es para que aprendas que aunque una relación eh, sea muy intensa cuando comiences esta, siempre las debes de llevar de una manera consciente, eh, teniendo atención a siempre encontrar el balance. And so, you know, thank her so much for calling today. Um, but I, I really want to now address the audience for just a moment. This opportunity that was brought to us um, by Noria was so wonderful because really the whole purpose of understanding either past lives, future lives, or as Teresa brought up to our attention, multiple lives, it's all about being able to really come to a place of balance with everything. You know, if we are energetic beings and there is an energy that is so intense in our lives, um, we need to understand what that's about, where that origin may lie, and how we can best use it to our advantage or to rise above it to transcend it. And that's really what this whole science is all about. And I call it a science because those of us that really work with past lives on a regular basis, it's a science. Okay, Ms. Claudia, I'm ready for the next lady or uh, person, sorry, person who may be calling. Okay, gracias, Nuri. Thank you. So now we're going to go to Ohio, and let's bring Desmond to the show. 
Hello. Hi. Hey, hey how you Sir doing? Jasmine. I'm great. As soon as I said lady, I went, oops, nope, that's not right. Whoopsie. <laughs> how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, Wonderful. How can I serve you today? I just want to know um, if anything sticks out or it's past lives. Anything comes up. Okay, well, give me just a second to tune in to you, get that information, um, so there might be a, a moment of quiet. Um, just give me a moment, please, thanks. Well, Desmond, you are a kind soul. Um, I like your energy. Uh there seems to be this recurring theme with you with money. You get money, you give it away. You get money, you um, spend it. You get money, it goes. It, it's this real uh, pattern of getting and um, having it pass right through. And, you know, on the one hand, some of us are really trying to learn this understanding, this, this lesson of value. Um, in a past life, for example, I see you as having been a spice merchant. And this is, you know, probably a thousand years ago, maybe 1,100 uh, years ago. Well, okay, I'm being told 1,172 to be exact years ago that you were a spice merchant um, and you had what I'm going to call a vast empire of, of people that worked for you um, and they would travel down the spice road and they would, uh, I mean, you, you were so good at bringing in all of these different spices, all of these different wares, all of these different goods, things that you, you know, that were trading goods, but also things that people would purchase. Um, and, you know, you were a very, very wealthy man in that life. And you were so happy in that life because you were able to give so freely when you needed to, that you received so abundantly. And it feels to me like you have spent a great deal of time since then in subsequent lifetimes trying to find that again, that essence of being able to give so easily, so freely, and so lightheartedly, um, and yet also be able to receive so abundantly and so well. And um, it, it, it seems to have eluded you since then. Um, and it's interesting because I can see backwards in time beyond that. So even, even earlier in the past where you've had lifetimes where you have had great abundance, and, you know, to me, I want to say to you that the value does not necessarily lie in the money, in the, the having, in the abundance itself, which you know. The, the blessing here and what you're, I think you're seeking is to try to recapture that energy of balance where it doesn't matter um, how much you give out because it constantly comes back. And that comes from being aligned with the flow of grace. And I'm saying it that way because your guides are saying that will make sense to you. Um, it's, it's a language or an understanding that you have. And so being aligned in that flow of grace, um, it can come through prayer. It can come through, you know, um, divine blessing. But for you to find that energy in yourself, where you offer yourself grace, you offer those around you grace, that will also put you right back in that flow of grace. And you'll find that money will come uh, more abundantly again, more easily without really so much effort. Um, and then you will be able to also hand it off again and still have plenty of it coming. So it's that process of flow. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! I'm so happy to hear that. Well, blessings to you. May you find the flow of grace in your heart again, sir. Oh, okay. Thank you. 
Thank you, Thank Desmond. You so much, Desmond. Okay, so now let's go to Florida and let's bring Pat to the show. Hello. Hey, Pat, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Sachi? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, wonderful. It's enjoyable to be listening to you. <laughs> I can oh, relate thanks. to some of your past experiences. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting gotcha. that came up. Yeah, interesting that that came up, though, because the question I have um, is uh, about any past lifetime or lifetimes that um, relates to this lifetime and a connection to uh, spirituality and divine inspiration and uh, creative writing and music. I've been given a title to a book that's divinely inspired, and I'm just getting around to where I'm going to start doing that. So basically any connection between that lifetime, another lifetime in creative writing and music that has to do with those, that area. Okay. Well, thank you so much, and I, I love that you narrowed it down. So what I'm going to do, though, is answer you exactly how I'm being shown. So as you were speaking, your guides were showing me something that needed to be expressed, and then we're going to take it in a couple of different directions. So bear with me for just a moment, please. Um, yes. With regards to your past life, there was one that was fairly recent for you. Um, I say fairly recent. It's different for everybody, and I really want everybody in our audience to know this. Um, an individual could have passed away you know, a couple of years ago and reincarnate um, really in a short period of time. And that is really, really short. That's a blip in the eye of time, not even a blip. Um, and then sometimes your last life was several hundred years ago. And, and it all depends on the design and, and, and what you really were doing and what needed to happen in between that lifetime and this lifetime. Sometimes there are lifetimes that exist from that last time into this lifetime, which is the case with you. So I'm trying to take the opportunity to mention things from a couple of different angles. So first off, 400 years ago, you had a lifetime that is very pertinent to what you're looking at now. And this was a lifetime as a healer. Now, at that point, you were working with a couple of different things. Um, you know, I could say that you were a witchy woman. I could say that you were an herbalist. I could say that you were an energetic healer. Um, I could say all of these things, and, and it would be true. Um, I see you as having a, um, a home in, in the outskirts of this little city or a little township in which people would come um, and they would pay you for healing. Um, you did at that end of that lifetime start working with sound um, for healing and it excited you so much because you realized how quickly it shifted the energy in the individual that you were working with how quickly they were made well. You gave them other supports like, you know, herbal supports or you would talk to them about food or, you know, whatever. But, you know, you were realizing that sound really makes a change in the energy of the individual in front of you um, and can definitely shift them into um, health patterns that are more positive, let's say. Um, and so, from that lifetime, there was only one that exists in between there and here, but from that lifetime, you kind of made a little vow to yourself that you were going to definitely make sure that you looked into it more substantially in a future lifetime and come to embrace healing with sound. Does this make sense to you? Yes. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Okay, and are you aware of this past lifetime? Because they're showing me that you have uh, some knowledge of past lives. Uh, no, I really wasn't aware of that one. Okay, excellent. Well, um, I am seeing that they have given it to you before, um, that it has come in dream form. And so maybe now that I have mentioned it, it'll come back up. You'll have a dream again, and you'll go, oh, 
that's what she was talking about because I am seeing a connection that way. Um, I think that this is a fabulous path for you uh, to be able to bring greater understanding um, to uh, what I would call healing through sound, but also even just like joy. Um, I think in our in our re- current reality, we all need to de-stress. Sound helps with that. We all need to uh, find greater joy within ourselves. Sound helps with that, helps with healing. I mean, it really does shift that vibrational energy depending upon what you're working with. So, yay, I'm really happy to hear that you're looking into this more significantly. Do you have a Part B to this question, or are we done? Um. Well, I guess I just wanted to see how it, you know, is influencing in this, you know, this endeavor I'm about to get into. Do you have any advice for propelling that forward as for, you know, any certain meditation or for writing? It has to do with writing, it has to do with the music. And it has to kind of do with redemption in music. (laughs) Well, that makes sense to me because, again, that, the music shifts the energy, right? Meditation right. also shifts. Meditation also shifts a person's energy. Um, yeah. And I am a major proponent of meditation. Um, you know, there are some people that take things to extremes, so you don't have to do a whole lot of it every day. Um, but if you can at least tune into self for you know 10 15 minutes at a time you have that opportunity to be able to shift your energies and realign with the highest aspect of self and if you're going to be writing anything and especially doing automatic writing you definitely want to be aligned with your higher self and thank you pat for calling Uh, so now we're going to go with lydia and I didn't get where she is. So, Lydia, welcome to see you. Hello. Hey, how are Hello, you, Lydia? Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Where are you calling from? I'm in New York. Excellent. Love New York. Um, My question was, I actually wrote a script about past lives. I really love this subject, and I went um, nuts for a while researching it. Um, so I guess I have a twofold question, if that's okay. One is if you could please tell me if I did a good job and if it will be made into a movie one day, either by me or somebody. Okay, and what was part two? Oh, if it'll be made. The first. The first part was if it's accurate, like if I did a good job in writing it and researching. And part two would be if it's going to be made. I see. Okay. Thank you so much. Give me just Thank a second, Miss so Lydia. Okay, so Miss Lydia, some of the yogic concepts um, are really fabulous for understanding past lives and bringing that awareness of of how past lives work into, let's say, current um, uh, the current consciousness level of the the society that we live in at this point in time. Um, I do believe that you did a great job researching things. Um, I know that you put some of that kind of stuff in there, but they're saying that you could do a little bit more um, in that area specifically to kind of illustrate and to make it uh, something that um, people can relate to more on a mainstream level um, through let's say some of the language of yoga and some of the concepts of yoga that have become uh, far more mainstream and far more, um, and are, sorry, are more universal in nature. 
Um, as far as doing it yourself, I see this as something that you sell. I don't see this as something that you are um, able to to produce yourself. And actually, I see that as a blessing because it would be an enormous monetary drain for you to be able to produce it yourself. So by selling it while retaining some royalty rights, um, it can be put out there and yet you don't have to like uh, spend everything you have in order to get that done. Does that make sense? Yes, no, totally, totally. In fact, I think I might have um, come across a woman that um, would be interested. I don't know, because I've already, like, spoken to her about some other things, so I was going to bring up this one, too. Um, is, do you believe it's her? Her name starts with a letter M, like Mary. It's possible, but I'm thinking that more she is a stepping stone. So, in other words, she uh, connects you with somebody else. Um, and that's really what I see happening more so than she doing it herself. Gotcha. Okay. Wow, fabulous. Thank you so very much. You're amazing. Thank you. And thank you for bringing us into the consciousness even more, too. I think that's oh, fabulous. It's always my pleasure. This is like one of my favorite topics ever is past lives because how they manifest and how they move us and mold us and, and you know, uh, the things that we can learn from it is staggering and, and just so can be very fun sometimes, you know. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much for calling. Thank you, Lydia. Yeah, it's so much fun. So let's go back to Florida and let's bring Eileen Aileen, to the show. Hi, Sati. Um, this, I love this topic immensely myself, and I've had about probably 10 past life regressions where they really cleared out the issue of my life at the time so that I could change my style of living and being with beings on the earth. And where I'm at in my life now is I'm really connected to the angels, the archangels, and my consciousness of God is very um, one, one with the spirit. So I get a lot of visions when I'm coming out of dream time, and I'm a full-time professional artist. So I want to know, with your assistance, I came onto this earth from a very pure space of love and beauty and harmony, and that's what I project in my paintings. And I want to know how it's, how, how, why I was seated to do this, and the benefit, well, I know the benefit that it's bringing to the planet, and I know I came here to share it on the masses because I've been doing that, but I wanted to expand on a larger, larger, larger scale because because it relates to um, the inner earth and it relates to <clears throat> what we call the Garden of Eden. So what I want to know is how that's connected to my contract with God, with the angels, with the inner worlds. All right, so... Every so often I say to somebody, strap yourself down, Martha, because here it comes. Mind's about to be blown, and this is where we're going. We're going into mind-blowing territory. This comes with a warning. So thank you so much for calling first off. Thank you for being part of the Divine Club. Love it. Fabulous. And here's the information while you were speaking. Your guides were showing me um, several things. So seatbelts on. Here we go. It is very, very rare, first off. It's very, very rare that I run across anybody who is anybody that anybody would know anything about. And usually the reason why is because, you know, um, the concept, the old 1960s concept of, you know, you find out in a past life that you were Cleopatra really was not true. It's, it, that, that's just, you know, a myth. Every so often, however, it happens. And I want to say this, in the 30 years that I have been doing this business, you are the second person that I have ever had this happen with. Here we go. In a past life, you were also an artist, um, and you were very much trying to understand spirit. And you were under, trying to understand spirit through 
both the lens of the paintings that you were doing at the time, the artistry that you were doing at the time, but you were also very much trying to understand it through the mental. Your mental body, let's say, in that lifetime, wanted so much to grasp and understand this continuity of soul, this concept of soul, and how it relates to the divine. But it couldn't. So it would touch upon and get this like feeling or sense or or basic understanding, and then it would fade or it would just totally go away, and then it would come back again. And you, you did this um, throughout that lifetime. And, you know, towards the end of that lifetime, I'm going to be honest, yeah, went a little cuckoo. Um, and, you know, the thing that the two aspects of this that I need to speak of that relate to you directly in the now is that the one is that you decided as you were leaving that lifetime and then again in the afterlife, and that's a fun concept to play with, but in the afterlife, you also decided again that you wanted to be the type of artist that would be recognized while you were still alive instead of having to die first, which is, in my opinion, a great thing, great idea. What a good idea. Um, but part of that was because there was no recognition for your art at that period in time. Like, mm. like little children and people would ridicule you for the art mm. that you did. And here comes the mind blowing. I see you or Van Gogh. You see me what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe I missed- that in this past life that I'm speaking of, you were Van Gogh. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah. you know, here you are again trying to understand the spirit, the soul, this connection to the divine. Your brain yeah. works so, so, so much better now than it did yeah. then. Okay. And your art is different, right? But it still is on that cutting edge, and you're still trying to show how spirit shines through this reality in every individual or in a tree stump. It doesn't matter. You're still trying to show how divinity reigns and how how it shines through everything. And that was what you tried so hard to do in that lifetime, and I'm so pleased to make your acquaintance, and I think I'm going to cry because it's such a privilege and such a rarity. I, again, when I get to speak with somebody who really actually was somebody from history, and it's only happened twice in 30 years. So I really want you to understand the impact of this. It's a big deal. Well, I love that, and I am so thankful for your communication and for God's love of me and that I could come back now and spread the world with color and imagery, and I can paint and draw anything. And people come into my environment, and they just go, oh, my God, there's so much peace here. There's so much love here. There's so much joy here, and I just I hear the, I feel the plants moving. I see the colors moving. I want to live there. And, and they have built structures after the paintings that came through me through um, visions that I get plus my I love it I love it well you know it's interesting because Van Gogh was a very gentle very loving soul as well and somebody who just wanted to make the world a better place so some of that energy is still showing through you in the today and the now I would like to ask you a small favor though if you wouldn't mind to please um, email me Um, I would love to be able to look at some of your work please I will I'm I'm going to call you I'm going to call you bmspprogression.com what's your direct email Um, sati at bmsprogression.com okay all right I'll send you an email now and you will just breathe in spirit and love of God. And I read Less for Life when I was a little girl. I've also read lots of books with um, about Michelangelo. And it's interesting because one time I was on this cruise and this woman came up to me and she said, we have somebody sitting here It's very special and they don't even know it, but this woman mixed colors for Michelangelo for the Sistine Chapel. 
Oh, my. And I just went, oh, that's, thank you for that blessing, okay? Because that's what people say about my work is the color, but the fact that I can draw nature and architecture and animals and birds. And and now Spirit's having me do a lot of birds, and not birds, but animals in my artwork. So I'll write to you, um, Sati, at bmsprogression.com. I'll send you an email. I think I'm going to get an hour session with you because there's a lot of things that I have that are in my space and that I want to uh, clarify and I want to understand what I'm what I'm here to do in this life as well. Well, I mean, I know what I'm here to do, but it, my journey is very lonely. Can you understand that? I have tons of friends. Yeah. I have lots of business, but I'm waiting for my true partner that understands my heart. Well, again, there is another parallel with Van Gogh because he was very lonely and he had very, very few individuals with whom he could relate. And mainly because he was kind of on this whole different reality, a whole different level of reality yeah. than yeah. others. And even with that, he was unable to understand what, what, he, what he was in contact with. And he tried so hard. So, you know, I mean, it's fascinating. I would love to speak with you more, but I okay. do want to make sure I can take go. another caller before I go. Please. So thank you thank so much, and I can't wait to speak with you. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you, Aline. Do share your artwork with, with me as well on Facebook so we can enjoy you. Wow. That's so awesome. Okay, Sati, are you ready for one more? I don't know. I'm still like buzzing with this because I'm I'm not kidding you. I've I I've only had this happen one other time in in my 30 year career. She's the second, and it's just sometimes it's mind boggling, you know. Um, but I'm just I'm so I'm so excited. So anyway, yes, I'm ready. Thank you so much for asking and giving me that moment to kind of go yay. <laughs> okay, so we have two callers. And I guess some be time for one. One is in Minnesota and the other one in Kentucky. So choose. Um, well, you know, um, oh, I'm, happy, I'm happy to. Okay. So we're doing Joy from Kentucky because the other one just dropped the call. Okay. Great. So it was decided for us. <laughs> Welcome to see you, Joy. Thank you. Hello. Hey, Miss Joy. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I like that last reading as well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. How can I serve you today, my dear? Oh, I'm kind of blown away by this whole past life idea, too. Um, I wonder if any past lives are affecting my love life now or lack thereof. Got you. Okay, so give me just a moment, Miss Joy, to connect into your energy, um, and we'll get we'll get going. Okay, so um, very interesting how your guides speak. Um, <laughs> So um, sometimes I have to take a second to understand their language. But anyway, um, so I am seeing you in, um, I believe, the uh, 1400s, 1500s. Um, And during that period of time, I see you as a member of um, the French court. And um, you were female at that point in time. And I had to understand what I was being shown because you're in this beautiful gown. You have this enormous uh, wig on your head, and you're just dancing, dancing. The music is whirling. You're whirling. Everything's whirling. And I'm like, what the heck? So (laughs) it took me a second to realize what I was being shown. In that lifetime, you know, you went from partner to partner to partner to partner to partner to partner. I apologize for the implications of that and the now. However, um, at that point in time, you know, as as being part of the royal court, you know, you were quite frivolous. Let's just say it that way. And you enjoyed your lovers and you enjoyed being in love. And 
this lifetime, you really wanted to experience the path of commitment and the path of solidarity and the path of, you know, um, monogamy and really, really being um, in a relationship that is that is so satisfying and fulfilling. And I believe that you've had a great difficulty doing this, not because of karma. It would be very easy to say because of karma. But in actuality, it's because some part of your being, your soul, still enjoys that concept of um, freedom, that concept mm-hmm. that came from that lifetime that was, let's say, embellished in that lifetime, taken to its its uh, most intense level. And that part of your soul is still saying, you know, gosh, that was just so fabulous, so much fun. And, you know, karmically, we can be bound to fun just as much as we can be bound to negativity um, because it, it provides something. It it provides a stimulus. You know, there. you think of the child, for example, that gets attention through negativity. It's providing a stimulus. And maybe we look at it and go, well, you could do it a different way, a happier way. But that child is very much, um, let's say, almost addicted to that negative um, looking, that negative attention, that negative focus that it receives. And so it doesn't care how it gets it. It just wants what it wants. And there is still that energy in your soul. And what I would say to you is that, you know, I would recommend uh, getting together with a past life regressionist who is very reputable, who would be able to, in your area, be able to help you to see this lifetime and understand the intoxication of it, because that's really what it was. You know, I mean, dancing, you're having fun. You were drinking, you were eating, you were definitely socializing to the, you know, to your heart's content. And, and that can be very intoxicating. And sometimes, you know, some parts of the soul get intoxicated to that. And so it's, it's being able to move beyond that, to let that go. So then another individual that is going to be able to take you in a different direction can come into your life and be as satisfying. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Like I really don't date. I want to find something that's, like I said, committed, serious. But at the same time, I like the freedom where nobody can tell me anything. So, yes, I do see that, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that if you were to look at this a little more closely, in regression, like I'm suggesting, you will find so many parallels that your brain will, again, be swirling like mine was when I first saw that whole situation. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm definitely interested. Yay. Well, it will be a fun past life regression, if nothing else, honey. That's all I can tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And again, Kathy, would you share your website and your contact information? Absolutely. My website is www.b as in body, mind as in or M as in mind, excuse me, S as in spirit, progression, the word progression.com. And if you're not sure how to spell that, you can look it up, but it's BMS progression, P-R-O-G-R-E-S-S-I-O-N.com. And um, my email is just Sati at. So um, there's always that contact on the website that you can hit the contact button and you can definitely uh, get my email from there. And I look forward to um, being able to hear from the listeners. So please do contact me. Thank you. And remember, everybody, our next show is in September 6th, and we are coming back to 12 p.m. Eastern time with Sati. Sati, is there anything you want to share before we say goodbye? I actually do, and I'm so thankful that you 
offer me this last opportunity to do so. Past lives can be so engaging. They can be so fun. As we learn today, every so often you find out that you were somebody in history, although that's really, 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 really rare to just repeat myself ad nauseum. Sorry about that. I really want to make that point. But I also want to say that there are some individuals who really like to collect things. Um, and, you know, you can collect past lives just the same. Be wary of that. Each past lifetime that you have knowledge of, you become responsible for. Because the universe says, well, if she now or he now understands that this has taken place in their past, now they need to be able to shift that. They need to be able to work with that energy. They need to start to incorporate change. And that's where the responsibility comes in. So while it's really fun um, at the same point in time, always be mindful and, you know, bring to yourself that which you can work with and don't bite off too much more than you can chew. Okay? Thank you so much for that. So, everybody, that's it for today. Do have a wonderful weekend. And, Sati, thank you. We love you. I'll see you back in September 6th. And everybody, thank you for being here, and goodbye. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BGW group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus